What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold, and I'm your MTMV sports correspondent for your Kansas City football Chiefs. Yeah, how we make that Super Bowl champion, Kansas City football Chiefs. Love saying that, love saying that. How y'all doing? Hope everything's good. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute, but I am back. Got some things to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, My Chiefs, and I look forward to the season. Hopefully, they're um, is still a season. I know there are plans to move forward with the uh, upcoming NFL season with a shortened preseason due to COVID-19. Um, hopefully things get better and hopefully we're able to, you know, have a great NFL season, though. I think COVID could definitely is definitely going to have an effect upon that. And hopefully it doesn't determine um, determine. The success of teams because for losing a player or a star player due to COVID-19 during the season. So we'll see how that goes. But um, I'm going to speak in I'm going to speak in the realm of let's say everybody's healthy, you know, but I want to say this. There's been some some changes in the landscape as far as the AFC and the NFL is concerned. Um, Cam Newton has just been reported to go to the Patriots. Um, and Tom Brady is going to the Bucks, and that's on the NFC side. But and the Baltimore Ravens, they made some moves this offseason. You know, they got a little better also. But the Kansas City Super Bowl champion Chiefs are still the team to beat in the AFC. Yes, they are. So why do I feel that way? Why do I feel so confident? I think one of the reasons is um course offensively if you look at last season right I think a lot of people forget even analysts forget that Mahomes was injured um, for the first half of that season with uh with the ankle injury and he wasn't able to move how he normally moves and you can see that during games but he was still being successful in the passing game but if you look at take the Colts game for instance the Chiefs only scored 13 points offensively. That's a, definitely an outlier. But during that game, I think even during that game, that was a game where, you know, Mahomes was still playing with his ankle injury. And uh, Cam Irvin was in there at left tackle. And he ended up stepping on Mahomes' ankle again <laughs> during that game and aggravating the injury. And you could tell throughout that game that Mahomes wasn't moving like you know he should or could so that definitely affected what he was able to do offensively with the team there's no way you're going to hold a healthy Mahomes and the Chiefs offense to 13 points so that you know what I'm saying it made a difference it also made a difference in the Houston Texans game you know what I'm saying so there were some things you know they forget he was playing with the injury and he was still balling and still putting up some numbers, still throwing touchdown passes, and he was playing through the injury. So, um, on hindsight 2020, like I was, it was actually um, a good thing, which I've talked about before um, Mahomes injuring his kneecap because it allowed for him to fully heal and, and it allowed his ankle to heal in the process also. Because he, had that not happened, more than likely he's playing with a. Um, a bum ankle the whole season and the Chiefs probably um, aren't as as successful as they were they probably don't win the Super Bowl if Mahomes wasn't, isn't allowed to heal and come back healthy due to the kneecap injury 
So everything just kind of worked out and lined up for the Chiefs. But what I want to say is there's been the Chiefs defense has been hugely underrated. Um, and I, even in conversations, people don't really respect the Chiefs defense or understand how much better they were with Steve Bagnarolo than a year before with uh, I can't even remember the coordinator's name. Bob Sutton. Okay, Bob Sutton. Which he did not make any adjustments during games. It was it was very frustrating to see how horrible that defense was and how Mahomes and the offense really carried that team and how many points they had to score, you know, and put up. But the 2019 defense, the last now people don't recognize that the Chiefs defense got a lot better. Um, Frank Clark was actually playing with the injury to start off the first half of that season. Um, I think he set out a game or two, but he was playing with an injury. I think it was his neck or shoulder. Something was hindering him from being the Frank Clark that we saw those last few games of the season and in the, and in the playoffs where he started <laughs> making plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yo, he balled. So, but the last six games of the season, this is when the Chiefs went on a, a six-game winning streak to end off the regular season. The Chiefs defense allowed an average of 11.5 points per game. Let that sink in. The Chiefs defense, the last six games of the 2019 regular season, allowed an average of 11.5 points per game. The offense averaged 27.83 points per game the last six games of the season. So they were roughly outscoring their opponents by about 16 points, double digits. Playoffs. Let's look at the playoffs. Now, they did give up more points during the playoffs. The defense did. However, as each playoff game went on, the defense allowed less and less points. So versus the Texans, defense allowed 31. Tennessee Titans went down to 24 points. 49ers went down to 20 points. So the more I believe the more the defense plays and they and the players get to know Spagnuolo's defense, that the Chiefs are going to be a huge problem defensively for teams. Now the weakest link for the Chiefs last year was the linebacker position. Um, I do like Wilson. Um, Hitchens is okay, you know. Um, but the Chiefs definitely could use a resurgence, a Derrick Johnson-type linebacker. Now, we did draft Willie Gay, which dude is, hey, he looks the part. If if Willie Gay can come in and be a Derrick Johnson-type linebacker and have that type of impact, then I don't know what teams are going to do versus this Chiefs defense because the secondary is very good. We have a young uh, very good secondary. Tyron Matthews, a great leader back there. The key for the Chiefs defensively, though, will be Chris Johnson. Can they keep Chris Johnson? And um, they're working on, you know, contract, though. I think negotiations have stalled. But Chris Johnson, that's going to be a huge piece of the Chiefs defense. Because... He compliments Frank Clark and the other guys on the other side with Alex Okafor, you know, Passion. It's very hard to find a, a player of the caliber of Chris Jones who can get that push up the middle, and he causes a constant disruption 
for the opposing offensive 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 line. And and when you have that, it, it frees up things for Frank Clark. It frees up things for Alex Okafor to know Passion. And now we and we signed Taco Charlton, which I think is a very under the radar, very low, um, low risk, high reward type of signing for the Chiefs. I think he can be, you know, that other pass rusher on the other side of Frank Clark, and that, and they'll have fresh bodies that they'll be able to switch in defensively. You know what I'm saying? So the Chiefs' defense, I believe, is going to be a huge problem. They're underrated, undervalued. I don't think people realize how much better that defense was than the 2018 defense. And the thing is, the defense doesn't have to be great. They can be just good or average. And that's all the the Chiefs really need because offensively, if you look at um, now, Cam Newton just went to the Patriots, right? But there's no skill position on the Patriots offense that is better than the Chiefs right now. Across the board, wide receiver, we have the better wide receivers. You look at Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, McCole Harmon, speed. That's all speed right there. Byron Pringle. Very good possession receiver, physical guy, big guy, tight end position, Travis Kelsey, enough said. But then we also signed Ricky Seals Jones, which I think is going to be a very good, I think we'll see more two tight end sets using Ricky Seals Jones. Then you have to look at the running back position. We signed Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That'll spell Damian Williams and allow him to remain healthy throughout the season. And I think eventually, though, that Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to be the starting running back and get more of the reps. But you look at the depth of the running back position, we have Darrell Williams coming back. Dude is a beast. He's a big guy, physical. He can also catch. You know what I'm saying? Majority or all of the running backs can catch out of the backfield. And now you look at the quarterback position. We have the best quarterback in the NFL. It's not a con- it's not it's not close to me. <laughs> it's not close. He is the best. He makes throws that are just unbelievable. Now, if you want to uh, rank him, you know what I'm saying? Russell Wilson's definitely up there. I got much respect. Russell Wilson is a baller. You know what I'm saying? He can make some crazy throws himself, Aaron Rodgers. But if you look at even the games like the Chiefs lost, like um, the Chiefs lost against the Packers, Mahomes didn't play. Chiefs lost by one touchdown. It was a very close game. Matt Moore went back and forth with, with Aaron Rodgers, you know? So, if you imagine Mahomes being healthy playing that game versus the Packers or Aaron Rodgers, which is what everybody wanted to see, the, the Chiefs win that game. You know what I'm saying? So, it's <laughs> the Chiefs are still the team to beat in the AFC. Now, the Patriots have Cam Newton. The last time the Chiefs faced Cam Newton, the Chiefs beat the Panthers, and that was in Carolina. And the quarterback was Alex Smith. Chiefs won 20-17. to 17. And one thing, you know, Cam, he's he's a baller. He can, you know what I'm saying? He's he's a top, top 10 QB to me. You know, he's a baller. But he doesn't stay healthy. That's one thing. Is he going to stay healthy throughout the season? And also, he will throw that interception. He'll throw you some picks. You know what I'm saying? And the way our defense plays and our corners play and our safeties play, with Matthew, we have Juan Thornhill coming back, which was a huge part of the defense that we were missing during the playoffs. Daniel Sorensen fielding admirably. He made some plays, made a big play in the Texans game, but Juan Thornhill was just was just catching on. He was just starting to figure out 
the NFL. He was just starting to figure out offenses. And you can see it come through in his play. And so if he can come back in and kind of pick up where he left off, I'm telling you, the Chiefs defense is going to be a problem for opposing offenses. I'm telling you now. And we know the offense, like, I was having a conversation with my guys from MTV Sports and, and you know, my, my, my guy, um, Austin Miles. <laughs> and he, was, he asked me, he's like, so how do you feel about, you know, this and, the, you know, Cam and the Patriots and, like, and the Ravens, you know? So I was like, I'm not worried. He's like, man, how can you be so confident? Bruh. <laughs> it is I am. And you know why? Because we have the best, one of the best head coaches in the league and we have the best quarterback in the league. We have the best skill players, you know what I'm saying? Teams are trying, you can see teams trying to copy the Chiefs formula and get speed receivers. You saw with, you know, especially Denver. They're like, yo, we got to keep up with the Chiefs. Even uh, Coach Gruden from the Raiders, he's like, yo, we got to, we're trying to catch the Chiefs. We got to get speed, you know? And it's not just speed, you know, there's been... There was a time, you know, back in the 90s, I believe the Raiders, they were, you know, a lot of very fast guys, like trap guys, speed receivers. But it's not just speed, because everybody has speed in the NFL. You got to be able to catch the ball. And the Chiefs receivers rarely drop balls. You know what I'm saying? There was one game where, I think it was like the first three, I don't know if it was that Texas playoff game, but it was... You know, it was very rare occasion where the Chiefs receivers were just everybody was dropping the ball, and we just that's how we just got down. We was, it was on third downs too. Demarcus Robinson, Travis Kelsey, and they were easily first downs that the Chiefs would have, and they just dropped the ball. But they rarely dropped the ball, and so it's going to be interesting to see. But you can see all the teams just kind of chasing the Chiefs, trying to get that formula. We need speed receivers, speed receivers. You can get that, but the quarterback still has to get that receiver the ball and throw the ball accurately. And there are some throws that, quite frankly, only Mahomes can make. Those quarterbacks can't make all the throws that Mahomes can. I've seen Mahomes throw a ball uh, a medium to probably about 20, 30-yard pass with the flick of his wrist, not even pulling his arm forward to Travis Kelsey and it dropped right in his bread basket. So, I mean, the, <laughs> the sidearm throws with accuracy, you know, now, I did notice in the Super Bowl that pass that he threw behind Tyreek Hill was a no-look pass. Come on. He, he should have just, you know, I know he's looking off the safety, and, and that's why the ball, you know, it was behind Tyreek, bounced off his hands. But if he delivers that accurately, you know, the Chiefs were going to, they were they were moving the ball. They were going to score on that drive. So, but anyway, the Chiefs are, they're the team to beat, man. Until you beat the Chiefs. Baltimore Ravens, I'm talking to y'all. So, you know, a lot of people look at the Ravens and say, oh, man. And the Ravens are stacked. I'm not going to lie. They got defense, offense side of the ball. They drafted a, uh, was it J.K. Dobbins? No, they got one of the top running backs, you know. And so, I mean, they're going to be dangerous as they were last year. But the question is going to continue to be, we're not worried about the regular season. What is Lamar going to do in the playoffs? Because they've had a first-round exit. The two times Lamar has started in the playoffs, they have lost. You know? And so, 
And the only loss Mahomes has in the playoff is an overtime loss to Tom Brady and the Patriots with that horrible defense we had in D4 jumping off sides when the Chiefs had the game, would have had the game won. And we were possibly talking about two Super Bowl, back to back Super Bowl wins for the Chiefs. Because I definitely believe they would have beat the Rams, <laughs> even with their horrible defense. So the Ravens have to prove until the Ravens beat the Chiefs. And, and this upcoming season, the Chiefs will be playing in Baltimore. So they'll be on the Ravens' home turf. So we'll see how that goes. I believe it's going to be a good game. I think it's the third game of the regular season for 2020. So that's going to be a huge game. That's going to be a barometer. Not And, and regardless of who wins, even if the, the Chiefs lose or if Baltimore loses, both of those teams are still going to be the top teams in the NFL and the AFC. They're going to be the teams to beat. And I think it's basically going to be jockeying for position because I think it's this season where they only have one bye week, and that's for the number one. You have to be the number one seed. So teams are going to be jockeying for that position. And now, I mean, the Patriots are now in that equation with Cam Newton, but the Chiefs are the team to beat. Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Patriots, and you have to throw the Colts in there with Phillip Rivers. I think people are forgetting about the Colts. Um, we still have the Texans and the Titans. Though the Texans lost a huge weapon in DeAndre Hopkins, which was kind of a safety blanket for Deshaun Watson. Not you could tell, like on third down, Deshaun Watson knew he could go to DeAndre Hopkins and pick up that third down and convert to uh, first down. So I love it, man. Um, looking forward to this upcoming season, man. During this COVID time, I hope everything. You know, they said there's supposed to be a second wave and, you know, that can definitely affect things, but hopefully we are able to find some type of cure or vaccine for this virus and we're able to move forward. But I am looking forward to more sports and football, but don't, don't forget, man, the Chiefs are the team to be in the AFC. We are the Super Bowl defending champions and until, you know, Somebody unseats us, that's what it's going to be. Stop underestimating the defense. Now, we got to get Chris Jones signed. That's a, that's a big, we got to get him. He's he's a huge impact in the middle because I believe it starts in the trenches. Now, there's been this report of um, the Chiefs possibly or analysts thinking that they should trade for Jamal Adams, Chris Jones. No, that's not a even trade. That's not. I'd rather have somebody in the trenches than back in that secondary. Our secondary's fine. And I think we got drafted some young guys using a trainer interchangeably that can play defensive back as well as safety, or so I say corner as well as safety. So I think we're good. We're good. We get Chris Jones. I hope I'm hoping we can agree to a multi-year contract and at least get him for three or four more years because he's a beast on that inside. And He's a rare find, and it's hard to find those type of guys in the middle of your defense in the trenches that can affect the game the way Chris Jones does. Give Stone Cold his money. Let's figure out a way. You know, can Will Mahomes take a little less like Tom Brady did so he can make sure he has that, you know what I'm saying? You see what the benefits of a good defense is? Because there were some times the offense man, stalled out and they didn't score as many points as they should have, but the defense showed up and the defense had to make a play. And that's one thing I'll say. The Chiefs defense will make plays 
when the play is needed. Even if they give up yards, rushing yards, you know, they make a play when it's needed. So that's what I got, man. Chiefs still the team to beat. Y'all know what it is. KC Chiefs all day. So, in the best QB in the league, Super Bowl MVP, holla back. Let me know your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Feel free to um, call the line um, and uh, or just you know comment. You can follow me on Twitter at Red and Bold R E D A N D B O L D. Also follow MTMV Sports. So MTMV Sports Podcast Network on Twitter. Also on Instagrams MTMV Sports. But Red and Bold, you can see me on Twitter. You know, comment, follow me on Twitter. And uh, look forward to the season, y'all. Looking forward to the season. It's all about that red and the yellow. Red and gold, I mean, yeah, whatever. You know, we know what it is. That sea of red, holla. But this is Will Smith with Red and Bold. I'm your MTMV. Sports correspondent for your Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Football Chiefs. I love you guys. Thank you for listening and checking this out. Love to hear your thoughts, comments. Again, hit me on Twitter, at Red and Bold, and uh, pose your questions. You know? All right. Y'all have a good one.